Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. Maybe the translation you're more familiar with says, Blessed are the meek, a word we don't often use in our vocabulary, and so it has caused much speculation on the meaning. One way meekness has been expressed is restrained power. The idea that though you are strong and could exert that strength, you choose not to. This does give us a glimpse into what is being said here, but I don't think it gives us a whole view in light of all of Jesus' words. First, these Beatitudes do not seem to be a list of choices we can make in order to be blessed. So simply restraining your might through self-control is not the full aim here. Second, this particular phrase seems to be a quote Jesus is taking from Psalm 37. The 37th Psalm attributed to King David is a reminder to the poor and oppressed in the face of the wicked powerful. It contrasts those in power who take advantage of others for their own gain and the ones who have little to hold on to except their hope that the Lord will act on their behalf. It's written to remind those who are lowly and humble in their circumstances that though others may seem to get ahead by acting selfishly and even violently, what they build for themselves will fade away, yet the promises of God are eternal. In verse 9, the psalmist says, Evildoers will be destroyed, but those who put their hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Land, the same word often translated as earth. Verse 10, a little while and the wicked person will be no more. Then in verse 11, which Jesus quotes in his sermon, but the humble will inherit the land and will enjoy abundant prosperity. In an agricultural world, it was a promise to those who were in need and forced to work land for another's gain that God would one day provide land of their own for them to work. The humble here are not asked to restrain their power because they have none. They are reminded to trust in the power of the Lord, who hears them and sees them in their moment of need. Maybe you find yourself in a place of humility or lowliness in life. The invitation here is not to posture up and grasp for power or to work to earn a position of honor, but to acknowledge your need and humble position before the Lord asking him to provide for you in that place. Yet the psalm also speaks to those who hold power in society, serving as a warning to them. In that sense, meekness is warranted. Using your strength to oppress or take advantage of others may seem to get you ahead for the moment, but it will lead ultimately to your own destruction. The reality is, The position of power you hold or the strength you seem to possess is actually no strength in the face of the Lord of the universe. The invitation for the exalted and mighty is to recognize the power you hold is placed in your hands by the truly powerful God and given as a gift for the sake of blessing others. So do not restrain your power, but use it to care for those who are humble and lowly. Proverbs 16 says it this way. In verse 18, pride comes before destruction and an arrogant spirit before a fall. Verse 19 goes on to say, better to be lowly of spirit with the humble or afflicted than to divide plunder with the proud. 
So for both those who have much and those who have little, the call is to recognize that all we have is a gift from God and nothing gained from our own selfish pursuit will last. But all is to be used to care for others and to honor the God who cares for us. After all, this is exactly what Jesus did for us. In Matthew 11, 28-30, he said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When we are brought low and exhausted, recognizing we have nothing left, we can find what we need in Jesus. Though he was high and exalted and had all things, he gave it up and lowered himself to the humble state of servant. Though he could use his power over us in any way he saw fit, he did not place a yoke of oppression on our backs, but promised to care for us as we joined his work on the earth. He did not restrain his power, but used it to overcome sin and death and to welcome in the humble. God created us for this earth, to work it and care for it and enjoy it. When we seek to take from it and from others for selfish gain, or think too highly of our position in it, we wreak havoc and bring destruction to the land. But when we recognize all we have is given by God and is meant to care for others as God cares for us, we produce fruit from the land. This is what Jesus wants in his kingdom.